Hi everyone, this is Danny. And this is Sharissa, ready to bring you Looking Up. Starting right after this song. There's a long, long trail to wind in to the land of my dreams Where the nightingales are singing and the white moonbeams There's a long, long night of waiting till my dreams all come true Till the day when I'll be going down that long, long trail dreams all come true to the day when I'll be going down that long, long trail with you. There's a place we all desire, a place of peace and joy and rest, where we can live dreams all come true to the day when I'll be going down that long, long trail with you. Ooh, 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 that long, long trail with you. Keep my eyes on Jesus, my Savior. He has promised heavenly treasures to me. Sorrow looks back, worry looks around, faith looks up. Look to the heavens, you can look to the skies. You can find redemption staring back into your eyes. Good afternoon, everyone.
everyone. You are listening to a live broadcast of the Looking Up program. It happens to be Wednesday, the 25th of October, and we're coming to you live from our studio here in the Hunter region. And my name is Sharissa, and I'm joined in studio today by the wonderful Pastor Denny and the wonderful Shell. She's our producer keeping us uh, all together here on the ball. So how is everybody today? How are you, Pastor Denny? I am praising the Lord on this beautiful, sunny Deliciously beautiful day. I have to agree with you. It is a beautiful day. And how are you, Shell? She is coming on. I am pretty good myself. Yeah, I, I think fair to Midland is my normal normal <laughs> phrase. But yeah, praise the Lord. <laughs> Feeling tired but blessed. That's good. And we hope that as you join us today, that you're doing well wherever you're joining us. Maybe you're on the road. Maybe you're cooking. Who knows what you're doing? Driving. Whatever you're doing, we're so glad that you're tuning in with us today. We have an exciting broadcast. We always do. This is an exciting program. We talk about current events as they relate to Bible prophecy, and we are of course all. Always excited about the soon return of Jesus. That is mm-hmm. the great recurring theme of Amen. the Bible, Amen. the blessed hope. It's called, isn't it? And so mm. uh, we're really excited. Uh, we love to talk about the Bible, talk about Jesus, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions, maybe even a prayer request, we'd love to pray for you too. The studio number here today is zero four eight eight. Eight one seven six two four. We can take your texts. Unfortunately, we can't take phone calls because we just don't have enough personnel to answer all the phone lines. But we can take your texts, and we'd love to hear from you. So zero four eight 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 one seven six two four. Pastor Danny, what is our subject today? What, I just ask you because it's what, pretty much the same. What isn't? <laughs> what isn't our subject today? Well, there's a there's a a ton of stuff going on in connection with the second coming of Jesus. Even beyond the whole Middle East situation mm. that we're going to be, you know, talking about, especially from a from a biblical point of view, but there is just so so much going on. Literally, my head hurts. My head hurts. Oh dear. So you want to be tuning in? You don't want to go anywhere. You want to be tuning in. Invite your friends, your enemies, everyone to be tuning in <laughs> right. right now. You won't want to miss this. It's going to be huge, huge. <laughs> Huge. Well, you heard it from Danny's mouth. Uh, now's the time to prompt your friends. And uh, just a reminder that you can, of course, access not only past episodes of this program, but all the other good programs that we have on this uh, this radio channel. There's so much good material, so many good uh, talk shows that are happening. Go to faithfm.com.au. You can browse all the programs there as podcasts. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of other good things there that you'll find. So uh, we are looking forward to this, and we're going to listen to a song before we go any further. I think that would be a really nice thing Amen. to do. Shell's found us a good one here. It's by Pamela Yanov. How do you say that? Yovanovich. Pamela, knew, she was on would. our program not so long ago. Oh, this is her song. Yeah, the homeschool mum. All right, well, thank you is the title. Let's enjoy. Thank you, thank you, Lord. I just want to praise you, praise you, praise you for the wonderful things that you do. Loyal and 
That was Pamela Yovanovich. Very good. Yay. About nine and a half out of ten. Excellent. <laughs> well, he's That's honest. That's Pamela. She's just got a beautiful voice, hasn't she? She does. Thank you for sharing that with us, Pamela. And you, of course, are still listening to the Looking Up program, everybody. We are going to uh, update each other, I guess, on a couple of things mm. that have happened since we were both here together in studio. I wasn't here last week, were you? Yes, uh, I was. We had a pre-recorded program. We had my good friend Rodney, well, your yes, good friend as well, yes. Rodney Maller, and he shared his journey of faith, which was really Wonderful. amazing and exciting. And I'm sure our listeners, those who tuned in, and if you didn't tune in... Go back to the podcast. Go back to the podcast. Yes. Oh, yeah, so um, yeah, we had that. I need to give a shout out to my good friend, Emma. Emma okay. and Kevin... Um, they've got a they've got a little boy, Micah, and he was dedicated not so long ago. She's a regular listener. She's a, she's good. she's she's at home with her little bubs, who's uh, just over a year now. Well, well and truly, he's heading to the two year mark. Wow. Um, very soon, he was born in December, almost two years ago. So, um, yeah, he's doing really well. So, Emma, big hello to you, and I'm sure my sister's listening to hear what I'll say about her. Only the best, <laughs> only the best things. <laughs> I share on my sister, so I mean, whoever else is listening, we got we got we got a lot of folk who enjoy listening. Well, that's that's encouraging, isn't it? (laughs) Absolutely, I'm shocked. Yes, we often feel like we might be the only ones listening to each other here, but the number is zero four eight 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 one seven sixty four. If you'd like to let us know you're listening too. Amen. Well, I wasn't here last week because Justin and I were in Narrabri. Yes, tell us how. Have you been there? Um, I'm not sure. I think I you, may have. I may. You will one day enjoy going there if you haven't been there. We enjoyed meeting the people. There were so many good people there. We've, we went to this country town and we've come away with so many new friends. Um, Justin was uh, sharing a series similar to what you will be doing. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that in just a moment. Uh, but, yeah, we were, had a series of meetings held in the Crossing Theatre which was exciting, beautiful uh, venue right beside the little river there. And, yeah, good attendance, and uh, the people were excited to hear the gospel uh, messages as they are. Uh, you know, it's just 
it's just encouraging to hear how powerful the Word of God really is in transforming our lives as we study God's Word. Mm. So we had a good time and uh, lots of good food there too. And we've come back. And now that we're back, I should say we're excited, Justin and I, because um, coming to Hamilton, this is in Newcastle, is an exciting series that begins Friday night at 6.30 p.m., October 27th. This Friday Friday night, night, yes. So today's Wednesday, so not tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, October 27th, 6.30 p.m. It's the Discover Hope series, Finding Peace in Uncertain Times. By the one and only... By the one and only. Just as well as there's only one of him. <laughs> there's only one Pastor Danny. So Danny is coming to Hamilton. Uh, if you're in the Newcastle area, this is something to mark on your calendars, something to put in your diaries, uh, the Discover Hope series. And uh, maybe, Danny, do you want to share with us you know, well, what people can expect? Yeah, look, um, the, the title is, as you pointed out, Discover Hope, um, yeah. and subtitle, Finding Peace in Uncertain Times. Well, these are and uncertain times, aren't they? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you couldn't be looking to answer a more important question. How do we find certainty in these uncertain times? So it's going to be a message of hope, faith, and uh finding how we can have peace in these uncertain times. And so, yeah, there's going to be 11 programs in uh, total over the two-week period. So every Friday night, Mm -hmm. every Saturday morning, and every Wednesday night from October 27 to November 11. Mm -hmm. So if you're anywhere near the Newcastle area, the Hamilton area, please drop in. I'd love to meet you. It'd be lovely to meet you. You'll be there in person. You'll be there as well. I will be there. Your dear husband will be there. Yes. Micah will be, not Micah, uh, Judah will be there. <laughs> he will be there. He'll be there. And so, yeah, so the first the first subject is the search for certainty. Okay. And we're going to be taking a look at this incredible Bible prophecy that helps us to understand that God has this world in his hands. And, and awesome. this world, this world will not spiral out of control to the point where humans will destroy themselves, which many are afraid of. Okay. And so we're going to discover, you know, how we can have certainty. That's the first one. And then on Saturday morning, we're going to be taking a look at the signs of Jesus coming, living on the edge of eternity, and mm-hmm. rescue from above. How can we be ready? Wonderful. Now, uh, the venue? The venue is the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Okay. So for our listeners, that's 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, right across the road from the beautiful Gregson Park here in Newcastle. And I'm looking here at the brochure, and it says refreshments. Yes, refreshments. There's refreshments um, every night, so Friday nights, Wednesday so nights. evening ones. Yeah. However, on Saturday morning, after the two sessions, there's going to be two sessions, there's lunch. All right. Now the, you've got everybody the coming. The <laughs> best smorgasbord lunch that you have <laughs> ever been part of it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be like beyond (laughs) words beyond description i just can't even i just can't even. all right all right so friends (laughs) you know what to do now friday night you have a place to be 6 30 p.m october 27 the search for certainty begins and uh yeah the hope hope discover hope series the search for certainty is the topic for that night really looking forward to this yeah so am i i can't wait i've been looking forward to this moment teeny teaming up with my good mates sharissa and justin and their church family there at hamilton so looking forward to that and then in about three weeks time after that i start a series in my church oh wow the bullaroo seventh adventist church and i'm calling it signs of the times How appropriate. Finding peace in uncertain times. And so if people want to find out more about this one here in Hamilton, Mm -hmm. is there a website? Yeah, there is. Discoverhope.life. Discoverhope.life. Go there. All the the presentations are there. There's a blurb from me, a video blurb on the overall um, 
message of the series and any other information that you need, it's all there. And you can even register there so that we know you're coming and we can plan for you and provide resources. So there's going to be not only food, but there's going to be resources okay. we'll be giving out. And they're free. They're all, it's all free. It's oh, all free. And unlike... Uh, booking in for a Taylor Swift concert. You don't have to wait forever on the phone and in queues, endless wow. queues, and you will get a front row seat for free if you so desire. Wonderful. I can't wait. And uh, while you were talking, we got a text. Oh, wow. Lydia. Oh, my sister's listening. My wonderful <laughs> sister, Lydia. She says, hey, Danny, Sharissa and Shell. Yes, I am listening. Nice to have you all back together again. Thank oh. you for dropping us a text, Lydia. That's, that's really encouraging that to hear lovely. from you. That is. And, um, and by the way, I, I finished a series. I don't know if I'm yes. – did I mention that one from the Tweed? My sister no. came to it. Yeah, I think I did. I think I did oh, a couple okay. of weeks ago. That's on a different website um, where I've got um, – I've uploaded these programs mm-hmm. um, on my Discover Hope dot info so instead of dot life dot info i try and be simple yeah you know instead of um so yeah so they can go there and they can listen to that living abundantly six-part series wonderful that and i did up in the tweed you've been uh, you've actually been all over the place you're doing a lot you've yeah been in the tweed you're coming to hamilton going to bullaroo and you're online well that's the only way our marriage survives <laughs> by me being busy and away from home no just kidding well <laughs> just kidding i hope not no, no just kidding just kidding but um yeah. yeah, you were doing something online. Yeah, with uh, with Shell's wonderful husband, um, yeah. Lyle, who was the the breakfast show host um, not so long ago. Yeah, we did a, a series, just a four part mini series, like. 15, 16, 17 minutes. Can you believe it? I only spoke for like 15 minutes at a time. I, You know what? That was one of the first things I said when I saw <laughs> the length of your presentation. like, wow, he got a lot in in 15 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, we had four 15-minute presentations on the Middle East situation, what the Bible has to say, Israel in prophecy, uh, the origins of the Middle East conference, mm-hmm. um, you know, Very everything in connection with that, the Israel and the Antichrist, everything. And it was just four parts. It was packed with with a lot of really good information. So people can go to... Yeah, they can go to the website, theend.digital. That's another easy way to remember a website, theend.digital. Shell, you want to add something? I was just going to say, and Danny, watching those, I was like, man, you look really good. The camera was... Really kind. It's all that makeup. <laughs> makeup, makeup. You'd be surprised how much makeup they put on me. There was literally no makeup to go around for Lyle. Like, I went first and I'm like, spare some for Lyle. And they're like, no, you need all the makeup we can put on you. Did they really put makeup I'm on I'm telling you? you, they were going to go to the shop and buy some more, but they were like, oh, we think, we think with a bit of AI, um, we might be able to sort of, you know, manipulate the camera so right. that he kind of looks half decent. Well, we need and our doesn't listeners scare to, people uh, away. to double check. Check this, theend.digital. Check Danny's face. See if you agree. Theend.digital. No, it was great. It was great. It was pretty intense. And, um, wars and Rumors went, of Wars, part yeah, two. Yeah, that's right. Wars and Rumors of War, part And there's a lot of other really good series on there that you feature on some of those. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's a really good series. They're, um, they're easy uh, video clips to yeah, share. Yeah, they are. They are. Very simple. On your social media, text them to yeah, friends. And they're really well done. They're really done. You know, the Vincent boys... Jared and Kyle, you know, the producers, um, yeah. yeah, the producers, they're just amazing. Or the video people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. They were really good. So that was that. Also, I've got to share, I've got to share that we had our 100th birthday oh, yes. at Bullaroo Church. That is amazing. This last Saturday, 100 years we so celebrated. So you came and brought Shell and I an invite after it was over. Yeah, I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. People are like, is this an invitation? She says, no, it's already happened. <laughs> well, look, um, it's not a big church. We can only fit about 150 people in. And I was thinking of the really important people to invite. And so you guys almost made the cut. You almost made the cut. Well, we're glad we got the after invite. <laughs> you got the after invite. No, it was a great day. It was it was great. Well, you were at Narrabri. You couldn't have come. And no. Shell, I'm sure Shell had other other commitments. Um, say you had other important commitments, Shell, so that way I feel better. You had, yeah. yeah, she did, yeah. She had other very important commitments, yeah, like washing the dishes or something. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, it really went well. The church was packed and it was a great day. So yeah. It's beautiful. Oct- Oct- I'm looking at the program. Looks like it was a really yeah. high Yeah, and we had, we had a real blessing. We had the federal member for our region in Lake Macquarie, Pat Conroy. Ah. Is, uh, yeah, the federal member. He's been in um, politics since 2013 when he was elected um, as our representative. And he came along, and he's had a lot to do with Seventh-day Adventists because he is the minister for the South Pacific, as well as another role that he has. And he, and he shared really positive um, uh, news concerning you know what the Seventh Day Adventist Church is doing there in the South Pacific. He said he's uh, personally acquainted with the Prime Minister of Papua New Guinea and the Solomon Islands, who are both Seventh Day Adventists. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he 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 was great, and I was able to pray with him, pray for Wonderful. him. And guess what? I gave him as a gift. I gave him a book. What book do you think I gave him as a gift on behalf of I- our church? Can take a guess. Was it called? Did it have the word "great" in it? Yes, the great controversy. Yes, I gave him the great controversy. Was like, what a oh, great gift! What a great <laughs> gift! Yeah, so I gave him the great controversy. <laughs> doesn't I told get him, greater than that. No, it doesn't get greater. And I told him, you know, this book it, it really outlines, you know, the history of Christianity from the days of the mm. fall of Jerusalem to the to to the New Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. You know, two thousand years to today to the final events of human history to the coming of Jesus to the millennium and to the earth made new. I shared all that and you should have seen the diehard great controversy lovers. They were like going, amen. And I'm like, guys, just settle down. Keep it, keep it together. They were literally amening. You can hear it in the video. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, it was really, I hope and pray that he reads it. I really yeah. hope and pray that he well, reads it. It's a book a that. a bit of time to read, but it's it a does. worthy read. I, oh, met a, I met a woman on a Sabbath at mm-hmm. um, the Coffs Harbour Church yeah. who has been attending that church for the last six, eight weeks because she found a great controversy at an up shop and bought it. And, yeah, she just just was blown away by it. And it's just sort of of after that, she was wondering what on earth she's supposed to do with all this information. And she received in her letterbox a... Um, invitation to come to a program that Robbie Bergen was putting on Crazy. Wow. at the church amazing. there, and yep. So wow, it's just God really ties Praise things together. And for it's people. it's these kind of stories, you know. Heaven's going to be so interesting as we hear how God has been yeah, leading, you know, absolutely. people. It's just amazing. It is amazing. And that book, you know, that book, The Great Controversy, uh, I praise the Lord that the Seventh-day Adventist Church is sharing that book like the leaves of autumn, like the leaves of autumn around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this world push to, to get it out there because one of these days that book will be banned. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just saying it as it is. That book will be banned because it has the truth for this day in it unlike any other book on the planet. Yeah. This book is a commentary on the books of Daniel and Revelation and all Bible it's prophecy. It's epic. I love it's that word. Epic it's epic story. And, and people can get it online. You can listen to audio as well mm-hmm. if you're not a reader. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, so fantastic. Now, um, we're running out of time. But you got to tell us, how's Judah, how's Judah doing? Oh. He's, got, he's got followers on, <laughs> on the Looking Up show. Judah, Lots of followers. Judah is a very busy boy now. Mm-hmm. He's um, How big is he? 
He's how big is he? Oh, how old? How, how old? old is he? He's almost ten months, <gasps> but he's crawling fast, and he's liking to stand. He's actually starting to stand on his own now. Wow! He falls over when he starts clapping for himself. Oh, well, and, um, uh, pride goes before a fall. Pride <laughs> goes before a fall. Learning that, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's very hard to change his nappy because he's always wanting to sit up. So I've worked out a trick. Mm. I sing, "If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands." Uh huh. And he lies and he claps his hands. Wow. So that's the only way we can do it. Wow. <laughs> is we sing together. <laughs> At the moment, that's what's working. So, so you're singing and changing nappies all in the oh, one. Oh, we're busy. And, and enjoying those beautiful yeah. smells and sounds <laughs> and right. sights. I've got here, Margie has texted us. She's listening. It's good to have you joining us. And I'll read the other one after this um, song because I'm, I'm actually enjoying this song. Cece Winans, Why Me? I like CC's music, so let's enjoy this song. Let's do. Why me, Lord? What have I ever done to deserve even one of the pleasures I've known? Tell me, Lord, what did I ever do that was worth loving you or the kindness you show.
You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Hi all, I'm Bees the Chaplain. Join me for Blessings with Bees, where we make faith real. If you want to know more, visit me on my landing page at beesthechaplain.com. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you soon. Peace out and God bless. Questions you need answered? The popular question of the day segment has moved. Lyle Southwell will answer every Bible question you have on his new time spot Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Faith FM. During the afternoons with Shell program. So send your questions to info at faithfm.com.au or text us at 04 888 Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim. You can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. program here and I just want to remind our listeners that it's live it's uh, it's October 25 beautiful afternoon October 25 and if you have a comment question something to contribute to the discussion even a prayer request we'd love to hear from you our studio number to text is 0488-817-624 and that's a number you want to keep handy because actually you should just save it to your phone for every Wednesday because a little bit later in our program we have a prize giveaway. How many of these copies do we have, Shell? Oh, she says we have lots. So that means everyone today can be a winner. Amen. How exciting. That's what we want to hear. Yeah, so everybody just stay tuned. We'll give out the code word. But to give you a little heads up as to what this is, it's called Kindness Living by Jeff Ware. Did I say his name right? Oh, well, no one can correct me. That'll do. Um, this is what it's about. This is one of the best church growth tools today, yet it's compact enough to fit in your pocket. It encourages readers to have a kindness plan. How cool is that? To touch the lives of precious souls by daily patterning their lives after Christ's life. His life perfectly illustrated true courtesy, kindness, and gentleness, for it is in this endeavor that we as branches bear the fruit of the vine. What a great uh, little book this is. So, yes, today... Everyone can be a winner. We'll give you the code word that you can text in in just a few moments. Uh, one last thing from me, and then I'll hand over to you, Pastor Danny, is we had another text from another listener. So good to hear from our listeners. Amen. Amen. This is from Steve, and he was listening to us give the plug for the Discover Hope program coming to Hamilton mm. in uh, 105 Lindsay Street, Friday night, a free event. Uh, it starts at 6.30 p.m. If you're in the area, make it make an effort two to Two more sleeps, there. two more sleeps. <laughs> That's right. Two more sleeps. It's entitled The Search for Certainty on Friday Night. And there's refreshments. But Steve was listening. He said, hi, Steve here. I'm listening to Friday is a big day for me. He's got a funeral in the morning, wedding in the afternoon. But I'm going to make an effort to abscond. What a great word. To be at Hamilton for the first Mm. night of Danny's series. Wow. Wow. Please pray for us. He says the funeral is for his nana. Mm. We certainly will keep your nana and the family. We'll keep your family as you. Yeah. 
bid farewell to, to Nana. And it's always sad. I remember being at my grandma's funeral and my granddad's funeral, in fact, taking taking the funerals oh, for, for both tough. of them. It was tough. And um, But, you know, when you've, got, when you've got your grandparents and they're very special, then, yeah, it is very tough, mm. very, very tough. But we're going to be looking forward to the resurrection and mm. what God has in store. So that first Friday night, we're going to really set things up for the entire series by discovering that we can put our faith and trust in God, in his word, in his promises, Amen. and that we have seen and read the back of the book and we know how this story ends. Mm. And Amen. so praise the Lord for that. Wonderful. Well, Pastor Danny, should we uh, move to our current events? Yeah, we should. We should. There is um, obviously a lot going on at the moment. Um, our hearts mm. collectively go out to what is taking place there in the Middle East. Um, which has been front and centre since October 7. I think October 7 will be one of those days, sadly, that um, will be ingrained mm. in our memories like 9-11 was, you know, more than two decades ago and, you know, the, the absolute horrible atrocities that took place there that are continuing mm -hmm. and there is no slowdown in what's happening there in the Middle East and, it's very, very sad um, just to see the suffering that is going on there, um, all, all those connected, especially right now. You know, the people in, in Gaza, there's like 2.3 million people wow. living in this tiny space, mm -hmm. this tiny space. It's like 40 kilometres long. The Gaza Strip is 40 kilometres 40 kilometers long by about 10 kilometres wide. Wow. So you think of, you condensed. know, oh, it's condensed. It's one of the most congested and condensed uh, populations on the planet mm -hmm. in one place. And they are just basically, they're, they're surrounded. They don't have an opportunity to go in or to go out anywhere. You know, the Israeli authorities have um, told them over and over again for, for, for a long time now, I think almost, you know, toward the beginning of the conflict to move, you know, to move south. Uh, but you've got like 1.1, 1.2 million people. Mm. Um, how are they going to all move south? Mm. They're already congested. They're already congested as they're kind of spread out in this, in this what, 400 square kilometres um, of the Gaza Strip. You how can't are, imagine. You can't imagine. So they're going to be literally on top of one another. Mm. There's just no room. It's just horrendous. And over 5,000 people in Gaza have died and, you know, I think oh. close to 1,500 uh, were murdered, slaughtered and there in just, Israel. We just roll off the numbers off our tongues, but each digit, every oh. numeral of the number, you know, is a person. It's a life. It's precious to God, and uh, it's just yeah, a tragedy. It is very tragic, and we've got Australians there. Yeah. Uh, as, as we're aware, I think there was about 70-odd Australians that are there, and I remember... Um, yeah, just seeing the the headline of, of of one of one particular you know one particular family that is there, and um, they're they're like you know we're we're trying to get out, we're really really trying to get out, but they're they're, they're just not able to get out there. This um, the headline was Australian man trapped in Gaza says he's risking his life to buy essentials for his family. Mm. He said um, you know Australian man says he's risking his life to buy essentials for his family trapped in southern Gaza. After three failed attempts to escape the territory that is under intensifying aerial bombardment by Israeli, Israeli forces, the Adelaide man, his wife and their two children aged 7 and 10 were visiting relatives in Gaza for the first time in 12 years 
when Hamas launched a terrorist attack on, on October 7. And he says it's just so difficult. Um, you know, there's, he's been to the border three times wow. to try and get out. And the Australian, you know, the Australian consulate um, is trying to help. He even shared that um, Penny Wong got on the phone and spoke to him directly, assuring him that Australia was doing all it possibly could to try and help him and the Australia, the other Australians get out of the Gaza Strip. And so it's, you know, it's beyond. I mean, you know, we've seen the images. It's yeah. horrendous. And he, he showed some video footage of what had happened to his apartment um, or his family's apartment where he was visiting and he's got family there as well in another apartment, just, just bombed, you know, windows blown out, um, just everything. It looks like it's just horrible. It looks like mm-hmm. someone's come in and ransacked the place and, you know, you really feel sorry for people like that. And, um, yeah, so we just got to pray. We've got to pray for all. We do. Um, and just pray that God will somehow find a way to bring about peace. Mm. Well, absolutely, and it's uh, it's really sad time for many people, very tense it is, time. It is. And the thing is, it's not slowing down. No. The the tension is growing. And it seems to be spreading to other neighbouring countries yeah, well, getting involved in the conflict. Well, well there's... I mean, you know, the Israelis haven't moved in with their ground forces yet. You know, they're on the border. They're, they're awaiting the green light. Mm. And, you know, the Iranians um, are threatening that if they do, they may get involved in the war. And Hezbollah, mm. which is to the north, they're in Lebanon. You know, they're saying that, hey, if you if you go in there, um, we, may, we may inject ourselves into this conflict. So you're going to have a conflict in mm. Israel to the north, to the south, and then in the West Bank... Yeah. Um, you you have threats from from those in the West Bank that they may decide to get involved. You got Syria on the other side. I'm telling you, this is a powder keg. It's a powder keg, and only God will will keep the restraints. Um, I believe. And so, yeah, it's it's hard to know where this is going to go. It's very complicated, very complex. But one thing is for sure: this is telling us that Jesus is coming very, very soon. Absolutely. And uh, that's just one part of the world oh, that's in strife. There's so many other parts of, part the of the world. Well, if I could share a couple of a couple of things in connection with that, it was very, very interesting what um what President Biden had to had to say. Um, mm-hmm. President Biden last week and I was listening to it, it was taking place live on uh, you know, it was being broadcast here yes, in Australia. Okay. I think it was Friday morning or something like that, yeah. or Friday afternoon. Anyway, last week, and he was um, doing sharing a direct message to the American people, which is very rare during prime time. Yeah, this I, is like super it. duper rare. I think it's only the second time he's done that wow. in his presidency. So this is a very rare event. Not mm-hmm. to mention that he's the first president to go into a war torn area. Um, you know, I mean, it took him a year to go to Ukraine. It took him one year to jump on a plane to go to Ukraine. Wow. And he went kind of undercover. Nobody knew that he was going. This time it was broadcast ahead of time that he was going um, to meet with the Israeli Prime Minister. And anyway, um, yeah, he, he had this speech and it was really, really interesting what he shared in this speech. He shared how, how the United States is basically indispensable they are indispensable to the world. Did you pick that up? This was the headline from the ABC News, not our Australian ABC News, but the American ABC News. Biden, in rare Oval Office speech, says US, these are his words now, holds the world together amid wars in Israel and Ukraine. Mm. He's saying the United States 
holds the world together. I'll go all the way down to the bottom here, Mm -hmm. the bottom of the article. This is what he says. These were his words. We are the essential nation. This is straight out of Revelation 13. He goes on. American leadership is what holds the world together. American alliances are what keeps us America safe. American values are what make us a partner that other nations want to work with. To put all that at risk, if we walk away from Ukraine, and obviously through, you know, talked about Ukraine, and if we turn our backs on Israel, it's just not worth it. He was saying the United States is the one and only indispensable nation on the planet. Wow. We are indispensable. How amazing. This, this is straight out of Revelation 13. We've got to go there. Yeah, let's go Revelation there. Revelation 13, because we have been looking at Revelation 13, and based on these words, if you want to read Revelation 13, and um, the, the United States here is, is spoken of in Revelation 13, verses 11 to 17, and if you want to read verse... 11 and 12. It's so clear there. Sure. The Bible says then. When is then? (laughs) Then is at the time of the end. Okay. When the papacy has received its deadly wound from 1798 onwards, around that period of time. And you got that from context. Absolutely. So then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon, and he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Okay. Here's the United States. Causes. Yeah. How much of the world? All. The whole world Mm -hmm. to worship in a certain way. Okay. This is that final worship showdown. Would you say that um, though that because it's the earth beast coming up out of the earth, those who dwell on the earth is specifically saying it's going to start in the United States? Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so the United States will lead the way. And this speech of, of, of President Biden really hit home for me. He's saying, you know, we are it. And it's interesting, you know, they talk about, oh, now this is, this is epic, what you're about to hear now. You know how it says <laughs> it's <a> new in <laughs> word. <laughs> first, first Thessalonians 5.3, yeah. you know, when they say peace, peace and, and safety, safety. Yes. okay, then sudden destruction yes. comes upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant and they what, shall not escape. That's yeah. First Thessalonians yeah, yeah. 5.3. Okay, the world's safety leader, yeah. we just heard from him, President Biden. He says the United States is the world's feel like you're in safety safe leader. No, I don't, but anyway, that's <laughs> what he God's said. hands are safe. Okay, who is, who is considered to be the world peace. leader of peace? The Pope. The Pope. Check this out. Check this out. Our friend, Pope Francis, and Biden had a phone call. Oh, yeah? They had a 20-minute phone call, uh-huh. okay, and this is um, from Reuters. Uh-huh. This was uh, Sunday this wow, week. Okay. Biden and Pope Francis discuss Israel and Gaza in a call. President Joe Biden spoke with Pope Francis on Sunday and discussed the ongoing conflict in the Middle East. Okay. He goes on. It says here, they discussed the need to prevent escalation in the region and to work toward a durable peace in the Middle East. Mm. And, um, and the Vatican said this 20-minute phone call focused on conflict situations in the world and the need to identify paths to peace. Wow. How do we find a path to peace? And basically the Pope was saying, to President Biden, we don't exactly know everything that was shared. It hasn't been sort of, you know, broadcast. But I can guarantee you, he was saying we need to join up yet again as we are seeking to join up on the climate, as 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 our predecessors joined up 
in dismantling communism, Pope John Paul II, with Ronald Reagan on the front cover of Time magazine. So it's time for the US, the world superpower, political power, the safety power, to join up with the world peace power. Mm. We need to join together in order to find a way forward. Yeah, and we should comment and just say, like, we believe that peace this is, is Revelation important. thirteen. We believe peace is important too. Absolutely, and we want peace too. But it's just amazing that the Bible said that this would happen. Like these powers would start working together. Absolutely, this is this is just mind boggling. Absolutely mind boggling. And um, and it's interesting that in the in the White House um, statement here, it refers to Pope Francis as His Holiness Pope Francis. Huh. Interesting. Well, there's so much more for us to talk about. Let's listen to one of my favorite songs, How Deep the Father's Love. Jason Hoard? Jason Hoard's bringing this to us. How Deep the Father's Love.
That was a beautiful song, Jason Hoard there, How Deep the Father's Love, and we are still looking up here on the Looking Amen. Up show. Amen, and we always will be. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere else to look. No, there isn't. And uh, just a reminder for our listeners, there is a giveaway today for everybody, and I guess now is a good time for us to give away the code word. Um, the little book that we have available for everyone today is called Kindness Living. Such a great title. It's a little book about how you can have a kindness plan in your life to touch the lives of the people around you by patterning your life after the life of Jesus. Amen. If there was anything that Jesus was, he was certainly kind. His life perfectly illustrated to true courtesy, kindness, and gentleness. For it is in this endeavor that we as branches bear fruit of the vine. That's what's um here the little blurb about the book. It looks like a great book. And the code word if you would like to obtain your own free copy is L U two three kindness. That's the key word there. So L U, the letters L U, numbers two three kindness. All one word, no emojis. Text that code word to the number zero four eight 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 one seven six two four LU23 Kindness, text it through and you will receive this little precious book um, coming to you very soon. So 0488-817-624. Wonderful. Praise the Lord for that. All right. Well, um, on this on this whole issue of, of seeking a peaceful resolution, we've got to remember what, what I've shared in the past and what our listeners would be well aware with well aware of, I should say, um, Pope Francis, who will lead the world um, when it comes to you know, finding a peace and safety solution to, to the titanic issues that are going to be faced. Because this, what's happening in the Middle East right now is so complicated, so complex, a political situation will not solve the problem. Mm-hmm. It just won't. No political situation will solve the problem. Because it gets even, it gets even more complicated because amongst the Muslim community, you've got the Shia and Sunni. They're not all exactly on the same page. Yes, they are all Muslim. How complex. They are Muslim. Just like in Christianity, mm. you've got a whole bunch of different faiths, you know, the two large ones being your Orthodox and your Catholic. Okay, you've got the Orthodox Church that split a thousand years ago from, you know, from the Catholic Church and they're, they're the Orthodox Church. So too in, um, in Islam, you have the Sunni and the Shia and the Sunni are 90% of the world's Muslim population and the Shia make up about 10%. So you've got uh, Iran, which is predominantly Shia. You've got Saudi Arabia, which is predominantly Sunni and, and most of the other Arab Muslim nations. And so they've got skirmishes amongst themselves, as in they've got disagreements. But what's happening now is this war is galvanizing the Sunni and the Shia mm. as one. So the Muslims are now... You know, they're joining. They're joining together. They want to all show solidarity for the Arab people, which are, you know, um, Muslims by and large. And so 
there's there's just so much going on. And so how are you going to find a peaceful solution? Mm. And the United States has been seeking to, you know, bring Saudi Arabia, bring Israel together, negotiate some kind of peace as part of this Abrahamic accord that you've probably heard of. Um, you know, these Abrahamic religions, which are Christianity, Judaism and Islam, you know, they all stem from Father Abraham. Mm -hmm. And so the whole thing is complicated and so complex, it's going to need something other than a political solution. Interesting. So who watch this space. Who is not considered a political leader but yet has political and religious clout? It's the papacy. I'm telling you, there's no other institution on the planet it's true. that can actually bring about these different parties to the same table to, to, to hammer out a peaceful resolution that everyone is seeking for. Wow. So everything is set up. And just on time, Pope Francis has brought out Fratelli Tutti, which he did. His encyclical from a couple of years ago in 2020 on, on how we can all live together, how we can all seek to get along. And guess who he signed this encyclical with? Who? A grand imam <laughs> of the Muslim faith. Wow. You can't make this stuff up. He could have signed it off himself. Like the climate change encyclical, La Dauto Si. Mm. He signed that. That wasn't a joint um, signing. This document was originally put together by him and by, um, here we go, the grand imam of Al-Azhar Sheikh Ahmed El Tayyib. Okay, so that's that a, very well said, that's quite a mouthful. Um, <laughs> Sounded very authentic. And that was back in Abu Dhabi. They signed this document on on, on fraternity in 2019, and then in 2020, um, on October 4, uh, Pope Francis signed his new encyclical on the day of St. Francis, something in connection with St. Francis, who himself sought to make um, inroads and extend the hand of friendship to Muslims in his day, the mm. original Francis. Interesting. I'm telling you, this stuff is just absolutely phenomenal. So that was signed by, uh, by, by Pope Francis, as I said, on October 4. And then you've got the United Nations um, Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, who says that Pope Francis is really the only ambassador for peace and security, I'm quoting him, peace and security in the midst of turbulent and trying times. That was wow. back then. And so he's saying that, you know, we, we have a messenger for hope and humanity. That's what he says. The UN chief praised the head of the Roman Catholic Church, that would be Pope Francis, for being, and now I'm quoting, a messenger for hope and humanity who has spoken out on issues such as the refugee crisis, poverty, inequality, and the climate emergency. So can you see how Pope Francis and the Church of Rome, the papacy, has inserted itself on all the major hot topics mm. that are faced okay. today? Very good. The climate point. and peace and security. Yeah. It's right there. I've, uh, I actually had an article up here that was released October 6th. Laudato Diem, Environmental Faith Groups, Lord Pope Francis's New Climate Exhortation. So it says Catholic organizations and other faith-based groups pushing for global action on climate change are celebrating Pope Francis's new apostolic exhortation on the environment. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. 
So then, yeah, like it's just what you're saying. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's just all coming to. And this is this is this is now a direct quote on um on the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Um, I think this is his Twitter 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 feed. Um, I've I've just taken a screenshot. He says the declaration. Human fraternity for world peace and living together. Isn't that First Thessalonians chapter five verse three? Yeah, absolutely. Co-authored by His Holiness Pope Francis, and how often they use His Holiness. And the only one who is holy is God. No human being should be referred to as His Holiness. That's blasphemy. That's True. just plain blasphemy. In fact, Revelation talks about Jesus as the one who is yeah, holy. Exactly. He alone. He alone. He alone. Um, anyway, that's another subject for another day. His Holiness Pope Francis. And his eminence, the grand imam of Al Zahsar, Sheikh Ahmed Al Tiab, is, uh, I think. Sorry, I, who was it? Uh, no, I'm not repeating that. You can give it a go all you like. He says, is a model, notice this, is a model for interfaith harmony and human solidarity. Because this is, this is seen as a religious war in the Middle East right now. This is not a political battle. This is seen as a religious war first and foremost. Model for inter, in, interfaith harmony and human soul. Let us all, this is what Antonio is saying, let us all take inspiration and renew our commitment to stand together as one human family. Mm. As one human family. All right, now, it gets, there's more than that. There's more than that. Where are we here? This year there was a G20 summit, all right? A, G, a G20 yeah. summit in uh, New Delhi, mm-hmm. in um, India. And so this is the twin sorry, the 19 biggest world economies plus the EU, okay? Mm -hmm. They make up the G20. Do you want to know what their theme was? Six words. Tell me. One earth, one family, one future. Does that ring a bell? Have we heard those words in Revelation 17? Yeah. Well, let's read them. Let's read them. Revelation 17. If you've got your Bibles, folk, you want to turn to Revelation 17, and Sharissa is going to read for us the theme that God said would be the theme in 2023 back 2,000 years ago. Revelation 17, if you'd like to read verses 12 to 13. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. Oh, what was that word that one. appears in Revelation here and here? Mind. What was the New Delhi leader's declaration? Can you repeat it again? One earth, one family, one future. Huh. One, one, one. And God is saying at the end of time, the world leaders, these True. leaders, these countries make up about 80% of the world's economy. Hmm. Okay, 80% of the world's economy. And they are saying we need to be, we've got one earth, we're one family, and we all must push together for one future. This is the sustainable development goals, Hmm. you know, the 2030 agenda, bringing everyone on the same page. And it not only says it here in verses 12 and 13, but it also says in verse 17, it says they will be of what? One mind. mind. One mind, they will be of one mind. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to who? To the beast, until the words of God are fulfilled. Hmm. So who's leading the charge? The papacy. The papacy is leading the charge. Who is leading the pa- uh, today with the encyclicals? The papacy. The Roman papacy. And it's interesting, this is at the very end of time, because after verse 13 in Revelation 17, what follows in verse 14? Do you want to read it? These will make war with the Lamb, 
And the Lamb will overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. Mm. <laughs> so this is the, the context is Jesus is coming. Absolutely. This is that final end-time war. And then Revelation goes on and he speaks about you know, uh, this coalition coming together at the end of time, this, this one earth, one family, one future coalition coming together and reigning for a short time, for a one hour, which is a very short time. So this is right at the end of time. And then, of course, Revelation 18 is all about Babylon, which this is Babylon. This is end time Babylon. The political, the religious, the economic, everyone coming together, being on one mind, one purpose. And it's interesting, in Laudato Deum, we, we talked about it last time, Pope Francis is bemoaning the fact that there is so much individuality amongst the nations when it comes to the climate. Yeah, Do you remember I saw that? that? I saw he's that. saying he's saying regardless of who's the president of the United States, who's the Prime Minister of Australia, if we have one common mandate on the on the environment, regardless of who's ruling and reigning, which party, which leader, the show continues to go forward. The train is heading in the exact direction that it needs to head. Yeah, this is one world government. This True. is one world government talk. Do you have some Ted? I've just got. I've just um, looked up an article here. What are the key messages in Laudato Diem? And they've uh, identified six: the global climate crisis, uh, the growing technocratic paradigm that is where we are mm-hmm. reminded of the human mm-hmm. causes mm-hmm. of climate change, the weakness of international politics. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Car- carry on. Yep. Climate conferences, progress and failures, mm-hmm. the history of past climate cops, mm-hmm. and is scrutinised for their inadequacy to create real change. And what to expect from COP28 in Dubai. Here, Pope Francis is calling for action to be drastic, intense, mm-hmm. and committed, a commitment of all. Um, and finally, spiritual motivations. Oh! Where we are reminded oh. that as a people of faith, Ouch. we can all play our part in caring for our common home. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm telling folk, folk, if you can't see the writing on the wall, then you are asleep or you're dead, which is worse. Yeah. This is, check this out, Sharissa, we're about to go to some music. Okay, this is the preamble, the title, the preamble of G20, okay? The one, one, one family, one, one planet, one whatever. This is the preamble. For the planet, people, peace and prosperity. Have mercy, that's straight out of the Bible. <laughs> I mean, they, someone's reading their Bible and putting in the headlines well, based on that. Let's listen to Alison <laughs> Brooke together now, folks. Crazy. Now would be a good time to have a music.
Alison Brooke, Rest With Me Now, featuring Laura Whidden. And this is still the Looking Up program coming to you live on October 25 in the afternoon here. And a reminder that there is a giveaway today, a special gift for all of you who are our listeners. Uh, please feel free to text in today's code word LU23KINDNESS. That's the code word LU23KINDNESS. Text that to this number, our studio number, 0488-817-624, and you're a winner today. Uh, the kindness book, it looks so cute. There's an elephant on the front um, with an umbrella, and he's shielding, I think it looks like a cat. Looks like a cat. They're sitting by the beach, and the title is Kindness Living. And this little book encourages readers to have a kindness plan, to touch the lives of people around them by patterning your life after the life of Christ. So that's a really, really sweet picture, but a really great concept to have oh, a kindness absolutely. plan. Kindness is the friction that takes the oil out of life. So definitely a little book to get your hands mm. on. And uh, we have more listeners oh, texting more. us. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's so exciting. So Leanne's listening. Good to have you listening. She says, I'm listening to my favorite show on Faith FM. Praise the Lord. She oh, gave us all a little hug as well. <laughs> Thank you, Leanne. Great to have you on board. And that was some uh, little sound effects there from Shell. <laughs> all for the, same, for the same price, for the same price. There you go. Um, yeah, no, it's a wonderful book. And they're staring out at the, 
at the sea and there's a tsunami coming through <laughs> and the elephant and the elephant's like I'm going to I'm going to protect I'm going to protect my cat friend with my umbrella from you the would tsunami. You very interesting telling <laughs> bedtime stories. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to make it even more exciting. No, no, there's no tsunami. You definitely want this book, folks. It's getting more interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, where All right. are we? Oh, well, we were talking about um Climate change, Laudato. We were, we were. You wanted to share something on that. Just on that, this is an interesting article from uh, Forbes that was released October 24th, so yesterday. And uh, this is what it says. Just thought you'd be interested in this opening paragraph. At least the title is, We Are Afraid. Scientists issue new warning as world enters, quote, uncharted climate territory. Let's just listen to this quote. A distinguished international team of scientists on Tuesday issued the starkest warning yet that human activity is pushing Earth into a climate crisis that could threaten the lives of up to six billion people in this century, stating candidly, we are afraid of the uncharted territory that we have now entered. I just thought... Six billion people. Six billion people. And I just thought, you know, there's a lot of sweeping language in that paragraph there. Very emotive language. Very very scary language. Yeah, pretty much. But it's just all... Well, the best way to get people to do something, even against their will, is to use fear. Yeah. There's nothing like fear. Fear is the best way to mo- motivate people to do something that you want them to do. And so that's why the Bible talks about, you know, this peace and safety at the end of time. It talks about, you know, fear. And God says there is no fear in love, but perfect mm-hmm. love, love casts out, out all fear. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus over and over again said, do not be afraid. Do not be troubled. And in fact, in Matthew 24, mm-hmm. in Matthew 24, if we go back to Matthew 24 there where Jesus talks about wars and rumors of wars, nation rising against nation and so forth. Yes. In Matthew 24, he actually says, do not be troubled. Yes. Do you want, do you want, do you want to read that for us? Um, because this is, this is what we're, what we're experiencing. Um, and I'm going to be covering this and the deeper meaning of the signs of the times on Saturday morning in my message, Living on the Edge of Eternity. So if you want to read Matthew 24, verse 6 and 7, please. Jesus said, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. Mm, can Can you see what Jesus said? There's going to be mayhem going on. On planet Earth, but do not be troubled. He uses those words, do not be troubled, for the end is not yet. Mm. So that means we don't need to be afraid, number one. Number two, this will not be a war that will that will progress to the point of World War Three, of what we're having in the Middle East now. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. God will not let that happen. Because the end is not yet. Something has to happen before God allows the floodgates mm. to open wide and releases those four winds that Revelation speaks of. And that's verse 14 has to happen. So do you want to read verse 14, please? And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. And what's the gospel? The good news. The good news of salvation. Mm-hmm. The good news that Jesus is coming back. Three angels' messages. The three angels' messages. Yeah, exactly. Revelation 14, 6 to 12. You know, it's the everlasting gospel. And those three messages which we are sharing worldwide on our radio program, um, you know, 
to fear God, to give glory to Him. The hour of His judgment has come to worship Him. We warn against Babylon because Babylon has fallen. That's the second angel's message. And the third angel's message is a choice between receiving the mark of the beast or being faithful to Jesus, being part of the patient saints who keep the commandments of God mm. and are faithful to Jesus. So this is, this is the message that the world desperately needs to hear. This is the hope that the world desperately needs to hear. Amen. So we praise the Lord that we do not need to be troubled. Don't you love that? Oh. In fact, John 14, Yeah. you were thinking of that, weren't you, it those words? Before. John 14, verses 1 to 3. And I was, I was just, as you're going there, um, I was thinking about it in the context of an article that I also read about a Georgia woman who came home from a vacation mm-hmm. to find that her Atlanta home had been demolished by mistake. <laughs> the demolisher's got the wrong address. And I was just thinking, <laughs> you know, how wonderful that God wow. is preparing for us a home mm. in heaven. That's what mm. he says in this verse you're about to read. Um, that will never be destroyed. Amen. And one that there's no wars, no no, no. no climate change, <laughs> no. no nothing to hurt or destroy. No. Do you want to read uh, uh, sure. John 14, 1 to 3? These were one of the first Bible verses I ever memorized as a kid. Yeah, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Mm, Amen. And that's why we call it the Looking Up Show. Mm -hmm. Because when we see all these things taking place around us, We heed the words of Jesus to look up because our redemption is drawing near. These words are about to be fulfilled. Jesus is about to return and usher in his everlasting kingdom of love. And he has prepared a place for each and every person. Is there enough room in the New Jerusalem, Sharissa? Absolutely. It's big enough for everyone? I don't think God would make a mistake (laughs) and not have enough space for us. It's much bigger than the Gaza Strip. It's much bigger. <laughs> I think it's like 1,500 kilometers on a side. Wow. So it's a cube, 1,500 yep. kilometers on each side plus 1,500 kilometers up in the air. That's some serious architecture. That's some serious architecture and a serious building, a serious, a serious mm. city, I should say, the new Jerusalem. So do not let your hearts be troubled, you know. And Jesus says, you know, do not be, you know, do do not let your heart be troubled in Matthew 24. Oh. You know, he says that very clear. I See should... that you are not troubled. Yeah, and this verse, verse 3 that you're just reading where Jesus says, you know, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. Mm. That receiving is like an embrace. Mm. So there's a meme beautiful. on social media. Some of our listeners might have seen it. You know, one day someone's going to hug you and all your broken pieces will come back together. Oh. And I think that hug's going to come from Jesus. Mm. You know, one day we'll get to hug him. Mm, and he will hug us. Yeah. He'll hug us with those us to himself. Nail, hug us to himself. He'll hug us with those nail scarred hands mm. and draw us to his to his side, that nail pierced side. That'd be amazing. Absolutely. And what and what's also you know, so we don't need to be afraid. So, you know, when we look at other headlines like this one, um, you know, Russian foreign minister, this was from September twenty four, Russian foreign minister Sergei Lavrov says the US is directly at war with Moscow as the White House continues to pledge weapons to Ukraine. We don't need to be afraid. Mm. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be afraid when we come across another headline, this time North Korea. This was the headline. This was October 20, so not so long ago. North Korea threatens U.S. with preemptive nuclear strike. Wow. That's what the Korean Central News Agency reported. 
And so the reason was that the U.S. has deployed B-52 nuclear strategic bomber and a fifth-generation F-22 Raptor stealth fighter jet to the south of the Korean peninsula. And so the North Koreans are saying, well, if you're deploying um, this kind of weaponry in our backyard, well, be prepared because we could see this threat from you and we could launch a preemptive nuclear strike. Wow. So we don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be afraid because... We don't need to be afraid because we know Jesus said that's not how the world's ending. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we praise, we praise the Lord for the, for the Scriptures. If we didn't have the Scriptures, I'm telling you, it'd be bleak. I can you think imagine of, what it would be like to not... And then, and then I say that and then I recognize that there are so many people who have never had opportunity oh, to study. Absolutely. And that's another reason why we like to have this uh, program so that maybe there's someone out there and you haven't studied God's Word, you're interested in studying it, you'd like to try and understand it, we'd love to hear from you and be able to connect you with someone in your local community who could help point you to resources and materials that would help you mm. understand God's Word better. Absolutely. And what and what's interesting, you've got you know, you've got political leaders trying their best to try and find a way forward, including um this very interesting um headline that I picked up from September last month. And the headline was EU Chief. So that EU Chief, uh, what's her name again? Um the president of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen. Who was it? No. <laughs> That's another one. I'm not going to even try. I was sweating just you doing do it, it once. Than me. <laughs> um, I'm just silly enough to try. But anyway, this was the headline EU chief boasts about vaccine passports, calls for more global digital collabor- collaboration, paving the way for digital IDs. This is straight out of Revelation. So when we see the European Union president saying, we need more global digital IDs. We need we need more of this that's global. CBDC. That's central bank digital currency. We need digital passports. We need all these things. When we see all these things, we ought not to be afraid. We ought to be saying, yes, this is all happening just as the Bible shared. And, um, and she said this um, at, a, at the G20 summit session. One future. Wow. One future. One family, what was it? It was one future, one, one family, one earth, yeah. Um, yeah, one earth, one family, one future. And, he, and she's saying the only way that we will achieve one earth, one family, one future is if we have a global digital system, oh. global digital currency, global digital passports, global digital vaccine passports if required, whatever. It's all got to go global. And God has one message. Yes, that is global. <laughs> that is global. Absolutely. That's God's solution. But what happens if the internet goes bust? You've heard of misinformation? Yeah. And disinformation? And AI? Let me talk fake, to you. Let technology. me talk to you, my dear, about no information. Do you realize that we've got underwater cables yes. that carry the internet on the seabed yeah. of our oceans There's around an the world? If there's an earthquake, if something happens, Sabotage. it's all going to custard. It's all going to custard. Mm. Underwater cables, this was from the ABC just no a week or so again. Underwater cables play a huge role in global communication, security, and the world's economy. Wow. I'm telling you, they're, they're about the size of a garden hose. Yeah. 
yep. these fiber these fiber optic cables you know that run along wow. this ocean floor if something happens either through either through human intervention or there's an earthquake and and these communications uh, are shot we are up the creek we yeah, are up the creek without without a paddle and I have thought about satellites it says this look <laughs> this is from the headline you know many countries rely heavily on submarine cables to help to keep their economy going and their security in check the cables carry 99% of all transcontinental internet traffic forget about the satellites up there they carry about 1% Okay, ninety-nine percent. That's why you. That's why you tune into the radio show every <laughs> week. But, so that includes your video calls, your stock market transactions, conference calls, military operations, everything. Said Joe Brock, a Singapore-based Reuters correspondent. Wow. And he says, um, you know, it's. it's uh, so if, if if something happens, if something uh. happens to these internet cables. We are going to be in a serious spot of bother. So we've got all these things well, going well on. Protected. Oh, absolutely. Not to mention, you know, another headline, you know, food insecurity is estimated mm. to have reached almost 4 million Australian homes this year. Wow. Food insecurity in the land flowing with milk and honey. Well, that's because everything's getting more and more Yeah, expensive. exactly. So praise the Lord Jesus is coming, my friend. We need the Lord. Well, uh, let's listen to another song. I think we need something to lift up our spirits. Amen. Simple hymns. It's entitled Speak, O Lord. Enjoy. Speak, O Lord, as we come to you to receive the food of your whole Take your truth, plant it deep in us, shape and fashion us in your likeness, that the light of Christ might be seen today in our acts of love and our deeds of faith. Speak, oh Lord, and fulfill. Teach us, Lord, full obedience. 
to Faith FM, Positively Different Radio. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim. You can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. Afternoon. Can't believe it's almost all over. <laughs> we only just started. I know. We're literally. just getting warmed up into our subject. But anyhow, um, we are so glad that you're still with us. And some of you have claimed the uh, special giveaway for today. A reminder the code word is LU23Kindness. Uh, text that code word to our studio number 0488817624 and it will be coming to you. Everybody's a winner today. Amen. So, Pastor Danny, in this uh, final segment oh, of our boy. program. I thought we were going to get to Israel in prophecy from the scriptures, but oh. I don't think we're going to get to that. We may have to do that next week. Oh, okay. We'll do that next week. We'll have because, to start off with Yeah, that. we'll have to start off with that. So, um, Because, yeah, that's, that's a full, full Bible study. Look, I mean, you can just see all the scriptures I've got here. So you can tell our listeners I'm not making things up. There's a lot of scriptures there. Yeah. So it's a, a full-on Bible study. But what's, what, what is interesting to me, and you know, just in connection with how soon we are drawing to the coming of Jesus, is a comment that um, one of my church members made. I went to visit him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I won't mention his name. There at the, at the private hospital in um, Lake Macquarie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's unfortunately um, having a really hard time with cancer. He's got brain cancer. Wow. And, yeah, he's not in a really good way. And he shared with me, he said, look, I'm talking to him about the second coming of Jesus. We're talking about the blessed hope and there's a new day coming and so forth. And he goes, oh, I wish Jesus would come soon. Mm-hmm. I, he cannot come soon enough. Mm-hmm. He cannot come soon enough. And you know what? When, you're, when, when life is going well, um, then, yeah, you're happy to hang around on this sinsic planet for the next 1,000 years. But when this everything. Titanic of a planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when things are, are, are going bad and you're in pain and you're suffering, That's right. then you can't wait for the coming of Jesus. That's and right. it's interesting because uh, John the Revelator, mm. 
when Jesus speaks of his second coming in that last chapter, um, three times Jesus speaks of the second coming. And it's fascinating to me the response that John gives at the end of the third time. So, you know, each time, behold, I'm coming quickly, Jesus says. Behold, I'm coming quickly. And the third time, surely I'm coming quickly. And do you want to read how John responds? He says, Amen, even so, come, Lord Jesus. Mm, Amen, even so, come, Lord Jesus. Where was John when he was writing these words? He was on on the Isle of Patmos, Mm. the uh, rocky Isle of Patmos in the Aegean Sea. That's right. And um, so he he was away from family, friends, his community of faith is exiled here because of his faith in Jesus, because of his love for Jesus and the testimony of Jesus Christ, as he shares in Revelation chapter 1. And so he's in a place where it's dark and he's feeling feeling there's only one way, only one way to look, and that is to look at the coming of Jesus. So when Jesus says, I'm coming, he says, yes, come. Mm. Even so, come quickly, Mm. Lord Jesus. And so that's that's what our world is crying out for. Our world is crying out for real hope, for real security, for real peace. And the one who is the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ Himself, according to Isaiah chapter nine six, you know, unto us a son is born, and you know, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and so forth. And the, and the, and the text ends with, you know, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty mm. Father, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Amen. I, I don't know if you've ever thought about reading a newspaper or the headlines in heaven. Mm. How different they will be. Yeah. <laughs> it will be. Everything will be good news. Hope and happiness and joy. And yeah, it's just this yeah. world. We don't like the headlines here. Absolutely. And it's interesting. It's interesting how John ends his letter. Mm. If you want to read the very last verse, the last words of John um, in the book of Revelation. So Revelation 22, verse 21. Notice how he ends his, 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 his letter, the book of Revelation, to the seven churches. He says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Okay. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be with you all. Amen. What's grace? God's riches at Christ's expense. Mm, absolutely. That's the gospel. Yeah. That's the gospel that was first shared with Adam and Eve in the garden. When they sinned, when God said that the seed of the woman will be sent, capital S seed, that would be Jesus Christ, he would be sent. And although his heel would be bruised, the serpent would bruise his heel, Jesus Christ would crush the head of the serpent. That was the first gospel message. And so scripture ends with the gospel. Amazing. And uh, I was just looking here at the note in my Bible, you know, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation opens with a focus on a reminder of God's grace and it ends with a reminder of God's grace. Mm. Yes, it talks about the plagues and, you know, the mark of the beast Christ is all in between, but, you know, it begins here in uh, chapter 1, Verse 4, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, Asia grace to you and mm, peace, from, mm, him who peace. Is, from him who is and who was and who is to come. Mm, amen, amen. And it's interesting in Revelation chapter 1, we also have the second coming. In verse 7, Revelation True. 1 verse 7, what does it say there? Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. Isn't that interesting? That's how Revelation begins. And how does it end? Yeah. Surely. I come quickly. I am coming quickly. They're the words of Jesus. 
So Revelation begins with the grace of God and ends with the grace of God. It begins with the second coming of Jesus and ends with the second coming of Jesus. So God this wants is us the to keep it in our, yes. yes, keep it in the forefront of our minds. Yes. The grace of God and his soon return. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is why we continually look up. Amen. We continually look up because our redemption is drawing near and that is just so so beautiful. And um and this is this is really the message. This is the message for the hour and um that is why you know when Jesus came the first time, uh, the angels, the angel choir, sang those beautiful, those beautiful words to to the shepherds. You remember what those words were? Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Absolutely, absolutely. So when Jesus came the first time, they were the words that were sung. And when He comes again, that is the message that we all have to bear. Amen. Jesus is coming. The one who's come to give peace and goodwill, he is coming back and he's going to make all things right. And that is why, you know, Revelation 21, you know, verses 4 and 5 are just some of the most beautiful and sublime words in all of Scripture. Do you want to read them for us? Yes. Revelation 21, verses 4 and 5. The words of Jesus, if you have a red letter Bible. Would it be? No, no, they're not the words of, of, of oh, Jesus. Oh, the words about God. Mm-hmm. And God. No, will... but God is speaking. Okay. God is speaking. John here is quoting God speaking. Okay. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Wow. Aren't these beautiful words? Yeah. You know, no more pain, no more sorrow, no more death, no more suffering, no more Gaza, mm. you know, no more Middle East, no more, you know, conflict in the home. No insecurity. No insecurity. So when, when our friends at the United Nations, you know, the world political leaders come together and they're seeking to find a, a, a solution for this world's titanic problems, there is only one, and that is Jesus Christ and the Prince of Peace. Because the mm. the world the world problems that we have today are, are beyond you know they're, they're beyond us. Mm. They're beyond any political leader or leaders. I don't care if it's the G20, the G40, the G60, the G200. I don't care who it is. How many combine their collective efforts? They cannot. Yeah. They cannot solve these titanic issues that we face. As, as, as a planet that is disintegrating before our very eyes, it's beyond, it's beyond human possibility. There just is no way. And so that is why Jesus needs to intervene. And that's why the Bible says at midnight the cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom, bridegroom is coming at the darkest time in human history. Jesus comes. Mm. And so that's just so beautiful. Amen. So, so beautiful. And there we will be one family. <laughs> there will be one earth, one family, and there will be just one collective blessing yeah. and peace that comes from God. It's out of this world, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Quite so, yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, and I love those words in verse 5 where the one who's sitting on the throne, mm. I mean, that's God. Mm-hmm. 
the one who's sitting on the throne. He says, I make all He's in things new. He's, He's in control. He's sovereign over all, the, all. Absolutely. Kingdoms of this world come and go, but his kingdom. Absolutely. Stands. Absolutely. And he says, you can trust these words. You know, this yep. is not a fairy tale. Yeah. You know, we're so used to fairy tales. This is not a fairy tale. This is this is the real deal. This isn't fake news. This is not fake news, misinformation, disinformation. This is the real information. This is from the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. If you want to read um this this beautiful verse here as well in Revelation eleven fifteen. Revelation eleven fifteen really cuts across this, you know, kingdom mm. that that political leaders around the world are seeking to establish on planet Earth. You know, this utopia, this millennium of peace and safety and security and prosperity, this scripture cuts across that, and this really tells us um, who will create the everlasting kingdom of peace. The words might be familiar to our listeners. It says, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Amen. Sound familiar? Yeah. Handel's Messiah. (laughs) It is, yeah. That's where he got it from. That's where Handel's Messiah got it from. And so the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and Christ. And he will reign forever and ever. This is the good news. This is the gospel. Yep. This is why we don't have to stay up at night you know, stressed and worried and depressed and anxious and biting our nails and pacing the floor because we know who will rule and reign. We know how the story ends. We know how the story ends. We've read the back of the book. Absolutely. I don't know about you, but I wasn't very good at um, doing uh, book reviews at school, (laughs) in high school. And so how I would... Do my book review. I would read. <laughs> yes, I would read all the the chapter headlines. Yeah, I'd read the chapter headlines. I'd potentially read the first chapter. Yeah, and then I'd read the last chapter. That's right. And then I'd read, you know, the back of the book summary, and then I'd try and make up the book review. But when you know the, how the story ends, you've got a chance. And I think I passed most of those. <laughs> it's a long, oh, distant it memory. <laughs> it does work. But there was no AI back then <laughs> to do your book review for That's you. Right. There was no Google. There was no internet. Yep. Um, but, yeah, when we've read the back of the book, we don't need to be afraid. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be afraid. And it's interesting. I love what Daniel says. These words from John the Revelation in, in Revelation, echo the words of Daniel the prophet. These two books, Daniel and Revelation, they go like a hand in a glove. Do you want to read Daniel 2 verse 44? I love this verse. Too. I know you do. And you've got to read verse 45 as well. Okay. 44. This is, this is like carbon copy it Revelation. <laughs> it says here in Daniel 2 44, And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. Mm, The search for certainty ends, begins and ends, with God wow. and his kingdom. This is certain. What did, what did we read? It's true and faithful. The mm. words spoken by the one who sits on the throne, they are true and faithful. That's mm. the theme in Scripture. You can take this to the bank, my friends. Yes. This is the message of hope, the only hope. 
Yes, we don't have to have a hope so <sighs> faith. We have a no so a solid faith. Amen. In God amen. keeps his word and, and amen. promises. Amen. Oh, thank you, Pastor Danny. That was really encouraging, and I hope that this has been a blessing to you all. I think it would be appropriate for us to hear Fernando Ortega bring to us a song entitled Gloria <sighs> on this uh, oh, at this moment. Beautiful. And after that, we'll bring some final thoughts as we wrap up our time together with you. Hope you all enjoyed that. Fernando Ortega bringing to us Gloria. And this brings us to the end. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm sad. The end. Yeah, the end of today's uh, broadcast. But there's another one next week. Exactly this. And so, uh, Pastor Danny, what's the final thoughts? You wow, 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 wow. I was thinking there's just so much to share. I want to share from Revelation 7. Revelation 7 here describes God's end time people who've gone through the most difficult time in human history. They are sealed by God, and they are ready to be taken to the new Jerusalem. And this is what it says in Revelation chapter 7. I'm reading from verse 9. It's just a beautiful passage. After these things, I looked, says John, 
And behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and the elders, and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are they who are arrayed in white robes and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. And notice these words. And they shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters. Mm -hmm. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is how the story ends. That's beautiful. So hopeful. So hopeful. No more tears, no Mm -hmm. more pain, no more hunger, no more thirst. No more. Because the Lamb will dwell in the midst of his people. Amen. So I want to encourage our listeners to keep looking to Jesus, keep putting your faith and trust in Him, spend time with Him in His Word, in prayer, share this message of hope with others, share it far and wide, get the message out. Jesus is coming soon and He is going to bring peace, not only in the Middle East, but He's going to be bring peace to this entire planet especially for those that have put their faith and trust in him. Amen. Would you close in prayer for us? Sure, love to. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for the message of hope that we have in your word. Father, this world is spiraling out of control more and more. But Father, we thank you that as it does, we can look up Mm. because we know our redemption is drawing here. Our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, the one that will rule and reign as King of kings and Lord of lords, as Prince of peace, he is about to usher in everlasting eternity and righteousness for all those that have put their faith and trust in him. Mm -hmm. And that's my prayer, dear Lord, that each one who is listening to this program right now or at a later time will make their decision to put their name in the Lamb's book of life and be ready for that and and be ready for Jesus' soon return. And this is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Danny, and for pointing us to Jesus, pointing us to look up to Jesus. And that brings us to the end of today's broadcast, but a very important reminder. Remember that two days from today, on Friday night at 6.30 p.m., October 27, if you're in the Newcastle region, this is something you want to jot down. The Discover Hope series is coming to the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. It's going to be held there. It's right across the road from Gregson Park, 105 Lindsay Street. And Danny will be there in person presenting a dynamic series of relevant Bible-based presentations that help you understand what's happening in the world today, but help us to find peace in Mm, Jesus. So don't miss it. We look forward to seeing you there. And remember that fear looks around, regret looks back, but faith is different. Faith always looks up, so keep looking up. Children do not
The crown of sacrifice.